0: Occultism, Vundu, you realize that when they want to empower each other to come and attack you, they pour libation. They pour libation on each other. You see them with a small pool and uh, with a power with water and they start to pour libation all over the corners of the house. That's libation. It's a form of anointing. When they want to advance their demonic agenda against your life, they then again pour libation on the ground. And say, Should not make it, you will not make it. By doing so, the spiritual impact and that which they are saying against your life will happen. If they are saying, You are not going to succeed, you realize your life will start to move at a snowball. pace. So, we are saying we are an empowered family. We believe in miracles, we believe in signs, we believe in wonders, and we believe in anointing. So, I'm going to anoint my hands. For a, a spiritual empowerment, I believe God for major deals this day. I anoint myself for that. So, if you've got to come on purpose, that we have bring them. If you the need instruction, bring them. If you are believing God for a visa, come. If you are believing God for anything, uh, application that you bring, will, let's come together. We build an altar as we anoint each other. Are we together? Yeah. Said, are we together? Yeah. And the devil is not going to touch you and you are going to excel as if the devil does not exist the mind of god is that we may excel in every aspect of our lives we may excel spiritually excel physically we excel mentally that's the mind of god if there's transformation it has to be transformation in every facet of our lives so we are going to call and partner with the holy spirit next week as we empower ourselves for, for, for greatness, we empower ourselves for the battles that are coming. If you see what is happening, we're, we're, we're praying through here during intercession against it, what's happening in Ukraine and Russia. Whatever you see happening in the physical, it is already happening in the realms of the spirit. Which means God is showing us that there are wars that are happening. I might get the war has started. If you see the pandemic, it came as a war, and it destroyed. A lot of families destroyed a lot of lives. It becomes a war. Armageddon is started. Are we together? So we need to gear ourselves for this scattered time that we are in. Empower ourselves for this time in the season that we are in. Whenever you see a sickness affecting one or two people, it becomes a sickness or a disease. But when a disease affects the entire community or the entire nation, it ceases to be a disease, it becomes a, 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 a spirit. When a situation becomes prevalent, it's no longer a situation, it's a spirit. In my family, if people die with cancer, two or three people, it's just cancer. But it's, if it's prevalent, that like my uncle, my auntie, my auntie, my uncle, my auntie, it's no longer cancer, it's a spirit. If in my family, we have got two or three people that are poor, then the us uh, are making it life That can be a situation that is cyclical or structural, but when everybody in the family cannot drive, cannot own houses, we cannot put bread on the table, it ceases to be a situation It's spiritual. Mm. Are we together? I said are we together? So we want to pray and empower ourselves against any demonic attack, against any nefarious, diabolical, agenda from the demonic world we are designed to make it life and the title of my message is three biblical reasons for weariness or tiredness three biblical reasons for weariness. we are living in times where people are tired so emotionally people are tired spiritually people are tired psychologically people are tiring. business-wise people are tiring, family people are tiring someone just leaves the family saying i'm going to be looking for a job the person doesn't come back again people are tiring over things people are tiring even at, 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 at their own companies they are tiring people are tiring in families 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 people are tiring that's why they are taking a lot of uh, uh, alcohol a lot of drugs it shows that people are tiring so we want to check on three biblical reasons That are biblical, that makes people to be tired and to be weary. Weariness is not something that spirituality automatically takes away, provided that I and you wear motor body. It is a challenge that we will eventually get tired and weary. As long as we are in a motor body, we are going to tire. So, my spirituality does not take away willingness. So, as we learn from the life of Jesus, who becomes our reference and our standard, If Jesus was with as a child, we're going to give excuses that he was a child, but you realize that Jesus became with at the height of everything in his life. Jesus Christ, he grew up from one year to 12 years, he entered the temple. From there, he now gets to 30 years when he was around 30 years the man started to become weary and to become tired even some of his prayers you understand that he was really he was agonizing he was struggling so much at one particular time in in Getzman he prayed a prayer that is very controversial and he said if it be your will let this cup pass he was showing his tiredness because he was with mortality you are wearing this mortal body, but the Bible now gives us remedies on some of these things that we pass through. One of the remedies, the Bible says, About all these things, we are more than conquerors. Come on, shout. I, I am more than a conqueror, regardless and in spite of what you're passing through. Know that you are more than being more than a conqueror, it means that you've conquered him before you engaged in an end battle. You are not conquering, you are more than a conqueror. Our God wins battles even before he engages in battles. So which means my dominion, dominates my conquering, I don't need to engage in battle. I was declared a conqueror before a battle started, I was declared prosperous before the battle overcame, I was declared healed. Before the battle of sicknesses came, the declaration is already there. It's not a wish that God has of our lives that we may conquer, but we were made to conquer. That's why when he created the first man, uh, Adam, he gave the blessings, he prophesied blessings over their lives. In the book of Genesis chapter one, subsection 26, he conferred blessings over their lives. And in the Bible, in in the book of Genesis, he even gave five mandates that are blessings. They say, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, conquer, and serve you. That's our DNA. We are designed to conquer, not to be conquered. Whenever we are conquered, it gives negative reports to God, His character and integrity. So, the first cause of willingness is disappointed expectation. The first cause of willingness a disappointments or disappointed expectation according to Proverbs chapter 13 verse 12, I want somebody to open up Proverbs chapter 13 verse 12 and I want again someone to just put a marker on James 1 verse 1 to 4 and someone I want to again so that when I preach when I just call it you read it to me, put a marker on First Peter 4 verse 13 to 16 then put a marker on James 1, verse 1 for This are some of the traditions that we are going to be using as we embellish and build up the word that we are going to be having today. Then I want somebody to uh, put a, a mark on John 16, verse 6 again. But we are going to start with Proverbs 13, verse 4. John 16, verse 6. Put a marker in your Bible so that when I start to run and write it, uh, will not uh, take two minutes for a minute opening up but let's open proverbs chapter 13, verse of the book of proverbs that was written by uh solomon the son of david this is a book of wisdom knowledge and understanding it's a book that is a book that was written by a man who is full of wisdom Full of knowledge and understanding. Come on, someone short. wisdom, knowledge wisdom. and understanding. Wisdom. And some of uh, the verses that you wrote he said uh wisdom is a principal thing, but in all to get it, get what? Get understanding. I will be proverbs thirteen, verse twelve. Uh, can you read it for me? Longing to fill the tree of life. Take it again. The best makes their sick, but a longing to in the tree of life. So disappointed expectation that it makes people to tire and to will and, 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 and to become weary in this adventure of faith. We have got callings that God has called us into. We have got ministries that god has called us into individual ministries and corporate ministries the bible says to them that he foreknew he predestined to them that he predestined he, he, he justified he called to them that he called he justified to them that he justified he glorified so the first reason why believers and spiritual giants becomes really in this faith adventure is disappointed expectation somebody Expectation. expectation and it's not only for believers, even spiritual giants. A lot of spiritual giants they become weary, they become tired along the journey and the adventure of faith. That's why we have a lot of history. You go to generals of faith. Some of them they started well and they finished so wrongly, they tire along the world You read the book of Old Testament, uh, in the times of the kings. King started very well, Manasseh started very well, and Joba started very well, Uzziah started very well, but along the process, they tired. In time, that's when they sinned against God, and they failed to reach the goal and the mark. Apostle Paul, said, I press uh, towards the mark. So which means there's a mark that we are in, and uh, there is a battle that we are fighting, but the mind of God is that we win those battles. We are in a race. But the mind of God is that we may go to the finishing line. And going to the finishing line, that's where the challenge is. But the challenge comes by the reason of us being in a mortal body. We are spiritual people carrying the mortal body. That's why at one particular time, uh, Jesus, in speaking with his disciples, he said the spirit is willing to go further but the body is willing. Come on, somebody shout amen. 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 Which means your spirit may be willing to pray further, your spirit may be willing to know God more, but our body, because we are mortal, they fight our sins by bringing tiredness and willingness. So sometimes you, you feel like you wanna pray in the evening time, you wake up by something just eats through, you are feeling tired. Sometimes you feel like I have to fast this coming week for a day. But there is tiredness and weakness that is coming to you. This is not demonic. But the reason is because we are in a mortal body. But the Bible says that we must subject our mortality to our spirituality. I told you that being spiritual does not take away weakness and tiredness. My Bible says, what effect can make the heart sink. But hope fulfilled is a tree of life. So it was, if it was just the, the body that is tired and sick, you can go to the hospital and treat it. But the Bible is saying the heart is the one that becomes sick, which simply means that it takes more than the hospital, it takes more than counseling, it takes more than a, a, a psychologist, it takes more than therapy for you to come out from that zone of tiredness and willingness. It checks now the presence and the partnership of the Holy Spirit. Are we together? If it was the body that was weak, if it was the body that was sick, according to the Bible, it was going to be better. But the Bible says, What defect makes the heart uh, sick? Well, why the heart? In our hearts, that's where intentions that are spiritual, spiritual intentions are conceived. That's where God has yes, His residence. When God is saying that I found a man out of my heart, it's because that man has opened up his heart for God to rescue in his heart. And when witness is coming now, it's coming to that place of the heart. So you cannot issue out now your spirituality. You cannot issue out the love that you have towards God. Am I communicating with somebody this morning? You cannot issue out worship. Worship does not come from our bodies, but it comes from the heart. The Bible says, they worship me with their lips, but their heart is far away from me. So when I am weary really in a heart, I cannot give God the worship. I can't really praise God better and altogether. So when weakness is coming from where it is coming from, if it's from the region of darkness, it knows where to attack. The devil, when he's attacking, he knows where to attack. He knows where the issues of life is out of our heart that's where the issue of life is so weakness comes and attacks there. so when the engine of my life is attacked it means the wheels the body cannot now move when i knock uh, my engine off everything on my car cannot move because what makes the car to move is the engine and the engine should be good i may have a broken Excel and I have broken seats on my car, even a broken mirror. I can drive from here to KSIT, and I can drive from here to Western Cape, But if the engine is broken, the car cannot move. So the devil attacks your engine, which becomes your heart. So, but everything on your spiritual does not move. You are trying to pray, I can't pray. Are we together? You are trying to read the word, you can't concentrate. You are trying to, 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 to sing, to have a new song. The Bible says, Sing a new song every now and again, sing a new song. But you can't conceive a new song. Why? Because the heart is attacked. Are we together? I'm, I, I'm saying, I say, Amen. Say, Amen. So, everybody in this place, we, we, we desire different results, spiritually. Psychologically and physically, we desire results. When we are coming to the house of God, there are results that we are expecting. When I'm going to work, uh, there are desire results that I'm expecting. When I start growing up, there are results that I'm expecting. And these results should bring glory to the name of the Lord. And they must become a consolation to our Christian experiences. So, when now I am going walk, was out of work. These are desires that I have. After I worship God, after I praise God, I have got desires, I have expectations. These are hopes. I, 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 I have got uh, ambitions and aspirations that I have. So when these things are coming to me, I'm expecting maybe an improvement in my spiritual life. This brings glory to God. Are we together? Is i am expecting the bible says expectation defect so when you're speaking of expectation we are speaking of things that are physical i'm expecting to establish a company that will give glory to the name of god and it will bring consolation to me after it has brought glory to god i'm expecting the salary after 25 days of emergency so that it may give glory. Are we together? In, to the name of God. <laughs> then it brings consolation to me. When I pay my price, it has given glory to the name of God. When I partner in advancing the kingdom of God, these are expectations. The glory of God is seen. Then consolation to me because I cannot pay my deeds. Are we together? But the Bible says now, if those expectations are defect or prolonged, it makes the heart grow sick. Are we together? we expecting God. To give you a structure, a small sponsor shop, but that sponsor shop you can't establish it. It's expectation defeat. Are we together? Right. You're expecting that in this 2022, I should be settling with somebody. It becomes expectation. But if it's defeat, it makes the heart go sick. Are we together? Yeah. You're expecting maybe to build or to finish your house, to even just paint your house, but there is no income so these expectations are different so what is affected now is not only the building your heart is affected again are we together when i have got a ground that i have and i want to build a mansion it's not only the ground that has been affected in my heart is affected so these desires they are coming from the heart that's why the heart is being affected because expectation is a desire so, I desire something that is a, a positive. So, when that desire does not come to pass, it comes and it hits my heart so hard. When it hits my heart so hard, I become sick. Are be we together? But the Bible says that expectation now fulfilled, it becomes a tree of life. The Bible speaks of the tree of life from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation. Are we together? Which are some of the things that God promised to his children that if you conquer, I'm gonna reward you with a tree of life. The Bible says, the old Jerusalem, I saw it passing, and the new Jerusalem coming. And the Bible says, in the new Jerusalem, we will not need any light, because Jesus Christ shall be our light. Come on, somebody shout Jesus. And the Bible says, we will have the tree of life. We have a a privilege or access to the tree of life. Are we together? We have access to divinity who have access to eternity, but if these expectations are not being fulfilled, the heart is attacked. In fact, according to our cosmos, psychologists, they tell us that one of the keys to fulfillment is progress. If you got a psychologist today, you'll tell them that one of the keys to fulfillment in life is not only when pray, but it's progress. When one is progressing, it becomes a key to fulfillment. When I progress physically, it becomes a key to my uh, fulfillment. When I progress in family, it becomes a key to my fulfillment. I've been looking and checking my children, looking at them, playing around. It becomes a fulfillment to me because I progressed in that that area. Are we together? When I look at my maybe small television, 32-inch that I've bought for a one thousand two hundred, that becomes a, a key to fulfillment because there's a little bit of progress. Are we together? When I buy a new wardrobe, two a blouses, it becomes a fulfillment, a key to fulfillment because there's progress. Are we together? When you shake all your shoes, you and two shoes, and after three weeks of four shoes. It becomes the key to fulfillment. Why was there progress? Come on, somebody progress. When you look at yourself from the mirror, what you're looking for, the, we are looking for signs of progress. That's why we look at ourselves. When you put that Brazilian for 2.5, 5,000, look at yourself, and the, the, it's, it's a key of fulfillment. You say, I'm fine, man. I am together. That becomes progress. I, I went together. When, when, when you wear it, when you've got a uh, 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 brand new ring, it becomes a key to fulfillment. Why? Because there's progress in that area of marriage. When there's progress in the area of maternity, maybe you've bought a car, even if it's a second hand. That becomes a key to fulfillment. Why? Because there's progress. That's why psychologists say. That if you want fulfillment, there must be progress in life. Progress in every aspect of life. Yes, you did your metric. But the moment you achieve a certificate, it becomes a key to fulfillment. and I have witnesses here. Yeah. I said I have witnesses here. Yeah. If the moment you put if you put one a loaf of bread, in your bread being, the moment you see three loaves of bread, that becomes progress. There's fulfillment. Because you what you're expecting, you've got it. You look at your tomorrow, you know that tomorrow you wake up not hungry. Are we together? Mm-hmm. When you look in a fridge and there's food in a fridge, it becomes a fulfillment. A key to fulfillment. Why? Because there's progress. Are we together? But every time you open a fridge, there's nothing. You open a wardrobe, there's nothing. You start to see there's no progress. It now makes your heart go sick. That's why sometimes you try to wake up to bug yourself to come to church. You feel tired. You feel weary. Are we together? We've got people like that. Are we together? Who are not here because they are weary? Are we together? You are looking at yourself. Nothing is there to show for it. And you are saying, okay, what's the reason for me to go to the house of God? But I want to show you the reason why you should come to the house of God and why you should go to God. It's because when you come to the house of God, we don't come to church. Mind you, we don't come to church to please the preacher, we don't come to church to increase number, but we come to church first a show of our love to God. Am mm. I talking to somebody? Amen. We come to church as our show, as our our, 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 our shortest of our love to God. Amen. We come to the house of God because We love God. That's the primary reason why one should come to church. Are we together in spite of all the challenges. The first thing is regardless of the creature, the creature may die today, but the love of God does not die. So that's the reason why I come to church. So I decree and I declare that don't be weak, don't become tired. The Bible says that when now those expectations are fulfilled, they become true of life. To them that wait upon the Lord, to them that wait upon whom? The Lord, they shall renew their strength. Which means this person is coming from a place of weariness, he's coming from a place of tiredness. And the Bible says that they shall mount up with wings like a goose. Why eagles? Because eagles, they sow against stones. They've got the power to sow against stones. If you study uh, on the area of eagles, about eagles, you understand that when an eagle is old, it goes on top or on the apex of a mountain or a rock. Then it starts to take off its feathers. Those that are left, it takes blood, and that process is painful, mind you, it takes off all. And it can even jump, hit itself against the rocks. Then, after taking off all the feathers, it then stays there for some days and months. And this is the place where, when the sun is hitting, it's hitting it directly. And it starts now to renew its wings, renew its feathers. As it's renewing its feathers, it's renewing its feathers again. After maybe three months to four months, that's when it will fly again. Are together? And when it's training his children and eagle, it does not train like other other, other birds. When it's training its uh, its 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 eagles to fly, it takes them high up. After that, it releases them, and if they don't want to fly, they'll get against the rock. That's why the Bible says you mount up with wings like an eagle. So two days, three days, if you feel the pain. And if you feel that there's no more comfort, you start to fly. That's why the eagles, they can fly in no time. And the nesting of an eagle is made with tissues and thorns. Which means as the eagles are growing, they'll start to feel the thorns and the uh, pieces. So there's no comfort there. Other birds, giraffes. They can make a nice nest, that even the young, the young ones, they can stay there for some time. But the Bible says, the moment you wait upon the Lord, you mount up with wings like an eagle. You shall run and do not tire. can uh-uh. I to somebody? You shall walk and do not faint. Where are you running? I'm running in the Lord. Don't run in your own mentality. Don't run in politics. Don't no run in other things. Run in the Lord. Even if I'm in business, I must run in the Lord What I'm doing business. When I'm doing what I'm doing, I must run in the Lord. And when I'm running in the Lord, I won't get tired. And I'll never faint. We've a lot of people that have been running, that, been, that, that were giants in things of God, and they fainted along the way. And better is the ending of a matter that is beginning according to God. How you started does not matter but how we are going to end you may start nicely like moses but the the, the fact that you fail to sanctify god's children in the wilderness you are going to die like a normal person are we together? I prophesy that all your expectations are not going to be disappointed. They are going to be fulfilled by God. What are you expecting in 2022? Let there be a fulfillment. I prophesy in every aspect of your life. Let there be a fulfillment of the expectation. That devil is not going to disappoint you. And we are going to make it in this year 2022. The expectations of the evil against your life are the ones that are going to be disappointed. The expectations of men and witches over your lives are going to be disappointed. The expectations of your haters are going to be disappointed. But your expectations are going to come to us. I know that we put our resolutions on the paper. We've written our dreams and our visions for 2022. Our ambitions, aspirations, I prophesy they are going to be fulfilled. Do I have a witness in this place? I I prophesy they I going to be fulfilled. What are you expecting this 2022? God is waiting to fulfill your expectation. I said God is waiting to fulfill your expectation. You must make constructive advancement. Come on somebody shout I am advancing. There must be constructive advancement in your life. From today onwards, I prophesy constructive advancement. You mustn't just come and say, I'm advancing, Prophet, I'm advancing. I see myself making it in this year. I'm advancing. Now we are in the first quarter of this year. It must be constructive advancement. We are seeking type of people that are coming with the greens and say, so, Prophet, I saw myself driving." Right I saw myself falling in class. We need constructive advancement. You must come in the of Jesus, and say, Prophet, this is what you have done. That constructive advancement. Are we together? Don't tell me of your spiritual husbands. Don't tell me of your spiritual wives. They say, I'm being married. Oh, no. We need constructive advancement. Are we together? We are you tired of dreaming? You, you dream yourself in Satan your in a house when you wake up, you in your one room. You are sitting on a banana bed. We are sick and tired. Let them be constructive advancement. I said constructive advancement. Have you ever dreamed while you are dreaming your child wakes you and says, "Mama, or Daddy," and you are dreaming yourself in a swimming pool? You are keeping yourself on the machine. You are receiving juice by apple. And she said, before you even started to sing mama, you become angry like you're going to check you or her. We are prophesying that those expectations in our know, dreams let them come to pass. Constructive advancement out there. I said, constructive advancement. Constructive advancement. We are sick and tired. Yes, you are. Uh, people are uh, just promising us things that are not constructive. Yes, we billions on the paper, millions on the paper. We are prophesying constructive advancement, so that this may bring transformation in our lives. The reason why people are tired and are weary is because there is no constructive advancement. I salute all of you that spiritually you are advancing. I know that you are prayer oh yes. I know that you built altars. I know that you can sing and angels can come down. I know that you can speak mysteries and secrets of the kingdom. I saw you and respect you. But let's come back now here for constructive advancement. What if I advance this year? I would better. there are people right now that when you are far a kilometer away from me, I know that this is sister cream. Why? Because there's no constructive advancement when it comes to dressing alone. No, I'm not talking about you, i just an example. But there must be constructive advancement that I must, you know, you must be ahead of me. Ten meters, I must not bless you until you get to the gym it's true. I must not know you because of your, of your but I prophesy a constructive advancement. Let there be advancement in our lives. I say, let there be advancement in our lives. I prophesy that let there be a transformation from all the things that are on the paper, Things that are in our mind, in our mind. I prophesy, let them be transformed. Let them become touchable. Let them become consumed. Are we together? Amen. When the earth was hidden under the water, God had called the solid ground the mass. Are we together? Amen. yet had to called the ground to come. Amen. I prophesy, let the ground come. Amen. We want things that are touchable. God was not going to be a complete God without bringing the tangibility of his existence Amen. and creating power. So he said, yes, my spirit is hovering upon the face of the water, but there is something tangible, there is something solid and concrete under the water. Let it count. I prophesy. Under your spirit, there is something tangible. I prophesy outright now. I say, I prophesied outright now. The wisdom, behind the wisdom, there's something touchable. I prophesy right now. Amen. Behind your knowledge, there's something touchable I prophesy right now. Amen. Behind your know-how, there's something constructive Amen. I prophesy right now. Amen. You have has aspects aspect. You're a good cooker, you are a good driver. You're a good orator, but I prophesy something tangible out of that. Your speaking must bring something touchable. Constructive advancement. Come on, say a shout, advancement. I prophesy to yourself and say, all my, all my expectations I'm not going to be disappointed. Say, I decree and I declare. My desires are not going to be disappointed. Say, I prophesy the fulfillment of my desires, the fulfillment of my expectations, the fulfillment of my dreams. I prophesy, I'm sick and tired right now of, of, of dreamers. Let's turn our dreams to reality. You have been dreaming, yes, you have been dreaming. I expect you. Let's wake up right now. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Let's wake up to reality. Then we must have constructive advancement. All the things that you're dreaming, you're not just dreaming for the sake of dreaming. God was giving you a template of something that is touchable and solid that you can do. Mm. Can I prophesy? I prophesy to my life. Number two, biblical reason for willingness for tiredness. Number two, first attack persecution and tribulation. Attack persecutions and tribulations number two we have a reason for weakness my prayer is that you may not become weary in these times that you are living in these times that you are living in they are calling for people that are vigilant people that are of expectations so number two attack persecutions and tribulations James 1 from verse 1 to 4 then 1 Peter 4, 13 to 16. Are we there, James? Uh, can you bring it, James? James 1, verse 1 4. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes scattered among the nations, greetings. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds you know that the testing of your faith reduces the perseverance. Let the perseverance finish his work, so that you will be mature and complete. What will This is Apostle John who is now giving us solutions on how to deal with willingness and tiredness. He started and begins by greeting us and giving us salutations but who is he talking to when now he's saying, Consider it really joyful, my brethren, whenever you are enveloped or encounter trials of sort of fall into various temptations, attacks, and tribulations? Who is he talking to? He's talking to a believer. He's talking to a man of God and a woman of God. He's not talking to an unbeliever. He's not talking to a Nyawope person. He's talking to believers. That in as much as you are in the Word of Christ, you are in partnership with the Holy Spirit, you are going to face attacks, persecutions, and tribulations. But he's saying now, there's something now, theology, and knowledge that he wants to impart in us. After saying all these things, Apostle John, my brethren, count all joy when you fell into diverse temptations. The word "divers" it means that these temptations, attacks and the persecution, they are of different shapes. Which means they are secular, these are triangular, these are square, these are vertical, these are horizontal, these are diagonal. So which means, our problems that we are going to face, they are not going to just come from the horizontal part of life. Some, they will become vertical. They will come from our tree, the uh, tree, they will come from the people that are close to us and some that come from our community and our society. Some they are secular, they become cyclical, which means these are just for family problems. Problems that have affected people that were there 200 years ago. So these are diverse problems, which means they uh, 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 want people that are spiritually attuned now to know how to deal. And when they face these uh, tribulations, trials and temptations, how to act and how to react, which means the problems and attacks that I'm going to face. If I close the west side, the east side is going to open the door for the devil to attack me. I close the east side, the north side the devil is going to use to attack me. So these attacks are not going to be financial. They are going to be family attacks. They are going to be societal attacks, political, economic attacks. They are going to be global attacks. We're praying against global, economic recessions, these are going to be global. But the Bible says, count it You go to a pump, you have got 50 rents, you want to drive, you want to go to one street, and when you check the pump, after, uh, after you check the pump, your gate is not rising up. Yesterday, you filled full with your front, today, is twenty-five front. These are problems that this attacks, persecutions, and temptations. But Jesus he is giving us a remedy. Count all joy. Come on, somebody shout, Counted all joy. Count joy. I told him, Counted all joy. Count joy. He said, When he first die this. So, this means that he's acknowledging the fact that, even though I'm a Christian, I'm going to face attacks from my family tree. I'm going to face attacks from my lineage, from my close brother, close sister, from my uncle and auntie, but counted all joy. He is Acknowledging the fact that I have attacks from my way colleagues but counted for joy. He is acknowledging the fact that our attacks from a church believers but counted for joy. Are together? He is acknowledging that I have attacks from an apostle, a bishop, but count for joy. These adivises, are we together? He did not give us one problem or temptation. He's acknowledging that we have attacks that are mental, attacks that are spiritual from the devil but he's saying count it on joy. When you are counted on it joy, it's not like you are not acknowledging that you are under attack, but you are acknowledging in the Lord. those that wait upon the Lord. You are counting its own joy in the Lord. You are not someone who is ignorant against all the things that are happening in your life. But now John James wants us to know something, and he's saying that be assured. Come on, somebody say, I am assured. I am assured. All these things has happened, but just saying, be assured and understand that the trial come somebody and the trial and proving of your faith bring out endurance and steadfast and patience. So there are results that come from trials, tribulations. There are results that comes from persecutions. People can persecute you. Apostle Paul, at one particular time, he said, a major door has been opened for me, but greater is the adversity, an adversity that is standing against me. And he said that I fought against a beast in Antioch. I fought against satanic and demonic spirits. And when it's coming down now, he is coming as a man that is fulfilled in his faith adventure. Amen. So James is saying whatever is happening in your life from family level to your environmental level, it's building something in you. Come on, somebody. Amen. It's building your patience. Amen. It's building your faith. Amen. Yes, your faith was a little bit lower, but after you come out, counting it all joy. When I count it all joy, I praise when the devil wants me to shut up and to quiet. I worship God when the devil wants me to complain. So when I'm praising God, I praise my way out of any situation. As I praise my way in another better situation. And when I'm doing that, my patience now is being built. My faith adventure is being built. Amen. So that's the scripture and the verse in which one now should stick to. You mustn't stick to this uh, scripture. I say trials and tribulation. Be assured. Come on, somebody shout, I'm assured. Amen. He, said, he said, Be assured and understand that the trial and proving of your faith bring out endurance. You ensure in that situation. I know that the boat is being wrecked. The ship has been wrecked, mm-hmm. but I have endurance in it. Amen. Knowing that something is being built by God. Steadfastness, steadfastness and patience. Come on, somebody shout, I have patience. I it. And, and now for you said, but let endurance and steadfast and patience have full play. And do a thorough work so that you may be perfectly and fully developed, lacking in nothing. I'm coming from a place of persecutions, a place of attacks, a place of tribulations, but John is saying now, let our steadfastness and our patience have a full play, and a therawick so that there now put a mark there so that you may be perfectly and fully developed. Someone is being developed. Do you believe that tribulations you believe that attacks can develop somebody. Amen. So he's saying that whatever you are going through that is negative is developing you. Don't look on the trials and tribulations. Don't become tired. It's developing you. Amen. Mm, then I prophesy to somebody? Amen. There are things that I always tell you that your revelation and your knowledge cannot accept. But your experience will accept it. The experience that develops you. You pass through times where it's very difficult to put bread on the table, it's very difficult to buy vegetables, spinach, when now God has developed you and you face the same situation after four years, you will count it on joy. Are we together? Okay. You are being developed. Just imagine you are coming from your family, you are eating pulp and meat every day. The days you start to eat with spinach, you can commit suicide. The reason why we have a lot of people that are committing suicide here in South Africa, in Africa, is because they are not counted in its own joy when they are being attacked. This scripture does not have now power over their lives. They are committing suicide because they are facing tribulations, they are facing attacks, they are facing persecutions. After doing all these things, they are not being developed. Instead, they are being destroyed. Let not attacks destroy you. Are we together? Yeah. I said let not attacks destroy you. Yeah. If you are a divorcee that is coming from a divorce situation, you live with a man who is uh, abusive. The moment you enter into another marriage, after God has given you a good marriage, do not nothing will break you in that marriage. Because he tell you that I've done that, I've seen it. It cannot break me. You are meant to somebody who comes home once a week. If that person now starts to come home, maybe three times a week, you say, I've been there. I have been developed I together? But if you're not developing suicide I together? there are people in this life that has committed suicide over what you're going through right now. Somebody committed suicide for failing to pay, I rent was last year, someone who committed suicide for, pay, for failing to pay 5,000. Run to somebody and committed suicide. Some of us we are owing big, but we are still alive counting on George. Why was I being developed? So which means when I can owe 80,000 or hundred eight thousand and I'm not broken, the moment I will have my own company, if SARS calls me and say you are owing one point two million, I'll say, Don't worry, my God will bless me. I am developed now. But the moment SARS calls you and say 1.2 million, you close your shop. You change your silk card and run away, you start to stay in Dutch or trauma. Why? Because you are not fully developed. These things they develop you. Are we together? Me, if I see water in my fridge, I'm developed. There was a time when we stayed in free state. In our fridge, the only thing that we find was a a cabbage, water, and uh, pork skins these were three things that were prevalent in our fridge for two years so today if i open my fridge and i see water then i see apples or even wine apple i count not you. i'm developed you know i don't stress over fridge but there was a time when we could only freeze water then after freezing water with this yogurt for the angel, it was one tube of yogurt for 50 cents and that yoga would make sure that he eats it three times a day. He eats, even when he still wants it, we cover it mean, to put it back. Can't to John. him. Are we together? Yeah. There was a time, you know, you get to the place whereby you wish for Coca-Cola. And you can't find it three months. You wish if I could find someone to buy Coca-Cola for me. We used to buy those light brand uh, juices from ShopRite. When you are drinking, you drink <coughs> <coughs> because when they are here now, they will tell you that count or joy. So when you say counts to joy, and that juice is two liter, but it's sweating runs, right, right. the price is suspicious. But that's what you could afford after you drink it for more than two hours in the evening. <coughs> 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 Our team is there. <laughs> What's wrong every night? So today, if I see a small juice in my fridge, I'm (laughs) it. That's why sometimes when I preach, you don't give me juice. I don't complain. That's why I don't throw people for not bringing juice to me. I don't run it. I don't preach about it because I have done it. I have done it. You cannot bring water while i preach, I don't care. I've done it, I've been there. I've been developed. Amen. Uh, I together? I've been developed. Amen. I have been developed. Have you ever gone to church wearing a jean? Not because you like a jean. Uh, a jacket. That cannot make your jean. And you're going to preach there. la And Jesus is powerful. You, and the word of back we your head. I'm saying this will with better things now. There were those makeshift wardrobes. You know those makeshift, you buy it in a small box. It looks like a tent. We put our clothes one day, it takes another angle. It takes another angle. Somebody once came and said, What is the shape of your wardrobe? He was like. Because the side where my suits were, well, but there's a short side where you put your suits and your That's where, that, that's the one that feeling the pressure now. And the world should be like this Count all joy. So today, when I put my clothes in a monarch, when I see my wife putting in a monarch and say, This monarch, y- y- that's where your clothes are, this angel's monarch, and my, I count it. I'm fully developed trials and tribulations should develop you i said trials and tribulations should develop you that's why most of you you don't really see it Where did you not see it in my life Green. since i've known you have never even seen even in the other land but i come to go i don't even hear you when you call me in the middle of night i say how oh, are you don't to why i told you why because i'm fully developed there was a time when we saw so back Sometimes you go to church knowing that when you go back home there's nothing to eat. So people, know, by the reason of the spirit, they could just say, Prophet, try and run for general no? for yogurt. And those years, yogurt has 6 uh, by 550 grams. It was going from 9, 8 rands. So then they would be thinking of maybe two uh, packs of yogurt that you're going to buy. After being in a train run, I could call my dad and say, how much is it? My man let, let, let's make, let them go. We want to go into shopping. With that train run now, I was trying to buy a small a pack of millennial cabbage and our pork skins. And those pork skins, when I see them, nowadays I feel like throwing up. I take them most. they put got oil. So that oil becomes the oil to, to, to fry them. Then we eat after eating, it was our culture. After we eat, we we're not supposed to finish your park in the box skins. We we're supposed to leave, even if you feel like finishing for tomorrow. Then when you wake up tomorrow, the first thing is to check your style back, then you put in the microwave. Then you eat and it's, it's done for the day. Count control. So I'm fully developed. So even when you don't come with a grocery at my home. Last year, did you bring a brothel? Nothing. But I don't teach you. I still have you, right? Because I'm fully developed. You know, I was not developed I here. <laughs> I was going to use this poopy to flog you, Sister Emma. Every day, flogging you. But I give you stuff, mysteries, and secrets because I'm fully developed. I, am, I know how to buy myself clothes. I know how to spoil myself. If you see me walking around, you can't say this person is broken. Are we together? I've got enough shoes that I can wear for two weeks without putting this the same one. I enjoy them. Some of them are no longer putting them. Shoes, I realized that we have with a lot of shoes, and I said, God oh, forgive us. There are other people that are not wearing shoes. We're moving last week. My shoes only they were in a set like this. And my my wife I don't I I know. They are too much. Two sex like this. And only weighs eight. And there's someone who's walking without shoes. This is the gospel to most people now. Amen. Amen. This is the gospel now to Amen. some people. Amen. Tries and Amen. On, Samuel, trials and tribulations. Come on, someone shout trials and tribulations. <laughs> so which means your faith adventure in all these attacks and tribulations, it plays an enormous role in your life. Uh, let's read first Peter, then we we'll go to the last one, then we'll get at the time of uh, engaging the priesthood in prayer. First Peter, chapter 4, verse 13 to 16. Come on, someone shout, attacks, attacks? persecutions, Perse- and tribulation. And tribulation. Should not be my portion. Say, I decree right there. The devil will not attack me. Yeah. Fatigue will not attack me. Yeah. Stress will not attack me. Yeah. Depression will not attack me. Yeah. Are we there? First Peter chapter 4, from subsection 13 to 16. Let me read it from here. But in so far as you are sharing Christ's sufferings, are you hearing this? We are sharing Christ's sufferings. So Peter, as an apostle, is recognizing that Christ suffered, and he's saying rejoice. So that when his glory is revealed, you may also rejoice with the triumph. Which means after sufferings, we must rejoice because there is a glory that is about to be revealed. So whenever you see that I'm facing the darkest night of my life, know that the morning is about to come. When there are many attacks and tribulations in our know, life, physically and spiritually, know that there is a glory. You may not see it, but know now that there is a glory. Behind any suffering and attack, there is a glory. I told you some other Sunday and say what the devil is interested uh, of in my life is not my physicality, but it's, it's interested in the glory that is in me. So when he, whenever the devil sees that there is glory in you, he will attack and unleash attacks and tribulations over your life. So it must be a letter and a message to you, when you see attacks and sufferings coming to you, that there is a glory that is about to be revealed. If the devil cannot sense glory in you, Cannot sense power in you, he can even pass you as if he's not seeing you. He passes you, and you can even tell that this is the devil. You can even invite him in your life and say, Devil, come and attack me. You will not waste his time to attack you. Once you ask him, What is there for me to attack? I'm looking for the glory. Whatever enthrones Jesus Christ in your life is what he attacks. Whatever represents glory is what he attacks. When he's coming to Job, he's not, he's not attacking the family and the material things and possessions that he has, in as much as they were attacked, because these are results of the glory that was in his life. But what he's looking for is the glory. out together? When the devil is coming to attack a sister, a brother, a mother, and a father, he wants the glory. That's why there are people that the devil does not attack you, not because you are you, spiritual. You are for nothing. You are empty when it comes to the glory. But I prophesy the glory of God over life. So you must check yourself. There are two things. The devil may not have been attacking me because I'm so spiritual. I'm a prayer warrior. Or maybe I don't have anything. So that must become an indicator in life. Why is it the devil does not attack me? Why? Because after suffering and attacks, there is the glory that you must share. And the Bible says that you may also rejoice with the triumph. I prophesy joy of my life. Amen. I said I prophesy joy of my life. Amen. So the Bible continues to say, if you are censored and suffer abuse, if you are censored and suffer abuse, because you bear the name of Christ, blessed are you, happy are you fortune fortunate are you to be envied he's continuing to say where all life joy and satisfaction in god's favor and salvation regardless of your outward condition because the spirit of glory the spirit of god is resting upon you on their party, he is blasphemed but on your party he is glorified are you getting this Amen. on their party he is blasphemed but on your part, he is glorified. They are blaspheming Jesus, they are saying, he's the one viper, they are saying he's a thief, but on your part, he's been glorified. Crucifying him on a tree, but on your part, he's been glorified. So all the persecutions that I'm sharing with Jesus Christ, there is glory that is coming to me. When people say in your village, "Eh, your Jesus is dead, he's powerless, he's being persecuted, but on your part, he's being glorified. Don't fight the battle. Don't hold them by the corner and say, What are you saying? You rejoice and say, Thank you. There's glory that is coming. They must see you laughing and say, What's wrong with this brother, with this sister, with this mother? We have spoken ill, you and evil you agree they are God, but they are laughing. We don't engage in physical battles, why? Right? Because the glory is coming to me. Amen. So sometimes you must provoke them with your Jesus for the glory to be seen in life. When you see people that are doing things, that are contrary to the bible sometimes provoke them so that the moment they say your god is dead four thousand years ago glory is coming to you amen when you are feeling sick a little beat, and you just say jesus and they say ah you are saying jesus has been sick for the past two years know that the glory is coming amen. so the healing can come when people are blaspheming your jesus when you are broke tell them or oh, walk around with your purse open and when they say close your purse people still tell them there's nothing and they say, how come you're a Christian? The moment they say, how come the glory comes to you? Jesus' glory is coming to somebody. Uh, can I prophesy promise you, like I feel it. And the Bible says, but let none of you suffer as a murderer or a thief or any sort of criminal or as a mischief maker in the affairs of others. Ah, this is powerful. But if, as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but give glory to God, that he is deemed worthy to suffer in his name. Amen. This scripture should be a national anthem to you when you face tribulations. The last one is sorrow. Come on, say shout sorrow. sorrow. I don't hear you. Sorrow. sorrow. John 16, verse 6. Sorrow. Shout sorrow. 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 John 6, verse 6. Am I right? V- verse John 16 verse 6. Are we there? Yes, John 16 verse 6. But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your hearts, taken complete possession of them. This is Jesus Christ who has been speaking and he's saying sorrow has taken possession of them. In your hearts, because I've said these things, come on, somebody shout sorrow.
1: Sorrow.
0: I don't tell you sorrow. So let me define sorrow for you. Sorrow is a feeling of deep distress that is caused by one losses, disappointments, misfortunes, attacks, persecutions, tribulations, etc., etc. Which means sorrow, it comes as a combination of what we've spoken about on top. We have our disappointed expectations. There are attacks and persecutions and tribulations. So, sorrow, when it comes now, it means you've passed through these dimensions in your life. So, it's a deep feeling of disgrace that comes through losses. The moment I lose finances, they sorrow. I lose a family member, they sorrow. I lose my property, they sorrow. I lose maybe a competition, there is sorrow. I lose my identity, there is sorrow that brings deep, deep distress. That's why, if you talk or you spend time with a man of God, an average man of God, he receives two to three calls a day from people with sorrow. Two to three calls a day. From people with what an average man of God receives those calls from people with so, which means this subject is not a small subject. When people are feeling distressed, why because they've lost something. If someone loses his money, maybe from uh, scammers, the first person that he thinks of is the man of God. The man of God, pray for me. The terrorists attacking me. I just lost my 10k. How did you lose? You know, I just saw what I saw on social media, and they said I must just put ten, and they'll give me two hundred. Pray for me, men of God. I become sorrow. Someone calls you; they have lost their property. Someone, if he loses, even phone, the first person, man of God, call him. I lost my phone. Pray for me. These are sorrows. Are we together? That's why sometimes when you call me in the evening, in the morning, you cannot get hold of me. Because I cannot sleep. Why? Because there are people with sorrow. I have my own sorrows. But there are people with sorrow. So, some people, if they feel like they sorrow, even at 2 a.m., they call you. Are we together? Mm -hmm. And it's not like you are nagging me, but that's the nature of life. And that's what we have vowed to do. And it shows us that people are facing distress. They are facing a lot, even if they, 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 they lose physical things. After you preach to them that our physical possessions, they are only temporal and ephemeral, you know, they will call you after doing something, I, I went together. If someone is attacked physically, they will call you a man of God. I've been attacked. Because this is our life. I went together. I said I went together. So these are the issues of life of a believer. As a man of God now, you must treat your intelligence to know how to deal with these things. And the people, they need answers when they need answers. Are we together? The moment you say, I don't have an answer, it becomes a problem. They will not come to church again, or they will not believe in you. So for you to preserve your integrity, you must be in a position to partner with the Holy Ghost. Then you stretch your intelligence and say, what you lost? Then you do the matrix in the realms of the spirit, you get answers, you give answers and solutions. Are we together? Then when they call you for something that you don't even engineering, that man of God I failed in the area of engineering, and I don't know how I'm going to take my degree. You don't even know the right degree, you must know. Stretch your intelligence. That's our life. we together. Stretch to intelligence, partner with the Holy Spirit. Then sometimes you open up the Bible from Genesis. You know, there are sometimes by, when a person calls you as a man of God, we challenge you, open up the Bible from Genesis' revelation. You can't find a solution. From Revelation to Genesis, you can't find a solution. You try to open your notes. You cannot find anything. Honestly speaking, you know that I don't have an answer. The only prayer that you make, you say, okay, I'll come back to you. The only prayer now that you make as a man of God is to say, God, I pray that the Holy Spirit may visit them and give them a solution and an answer on my behalf. So that when I wake up, they must call me and say, Man of God, now that I've got a solution and an the answer. Then you start to say, sing a song. That's the only answer that I'll be having. The only answer is, Sister Lisa, sing a song. But what you are telling me is not a story of a song. So I must, I must not tell you now to sing a song there. I must pray and say, no, okay, I'll come back to you. Then the Holy Spirit must give you a solution and an answer. When the Holy Spirit gives you a solution and you say, "Perfect things are fine, I'll say I say it's a song. To tell you the truth, it's not every time when we have answers, it's not every time when we can stretch ourselves to have got results in your sorrow. But we rely on the Holy Ghost. We partner with the Holy Ghost. Are we together? Yeah. The Holy Spirit will come and give you solutions. Will come and give you. And he comes to me and say, No, i don't worry. I've already dealt with the situation. So sometimes I can even call and text and say, how, how, how are you? What I'm trying to say is to confirm if the Holy Spirit has spoken to you the same way He has spoken to me. Are we together? I said, are we together? So the only thing that we can do is to rely on the Holy Ghost. So that's why we always say, you must have the Holy Spirit with you. He gives you answers, he's your advocate. Come and let Shall the Holy Spirit is my advocate. Well, there are situations that can defy spiritual intelligence. Situations that can defy spiritual intelligence. Imagine as a man of God, I'm praying for you to have children. You are having children, and I can't have a child. That situation it defies spiritual intelligence. Because people will start to point and say, How come he doesn't have children? It becomes a problem imagine i pray i declare you are pregnant i declare you are pregnant and me for the past 15 years i'm struggling that defies spiritual intelligence i can rely on the holy ghost that's when people start to point and say ah, i think the miracles he sacrificed the womb. i think he sacrificed the children people don't speak a lot of things in trying to help people with the sorrows come on somebody shout holy ghost Holy Ghost. I don't hear you shout Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. shout Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. And I know people who type quoting scriptures, people this defies spiritual intelligence, people who hide quoting scriptures. And there were propositions that were given to them that you can try, there, there is an old. Like, an old woman that can help you, but they said, I believe in Jesus. I will not compromise in my faith. Greater is he that is me on the bed of sickness, quoting scriptures. you the one who has healed my uncle, will heal me. Caught in scripture, after you come as a pastor to that hospital and you quote scriptures with air, believe in God for resurrection and life. Just imagine you receive a call that the person is gone. That device visual intelligence. Are we together? And it brings sorrow to people. And those people that were giving propositions that uh, visit a shrine, they will start to laugh. They say, We told you you believe too much to your pastors. You believe too much. You believe too much. Why? Was you know, when you are in sorrow, there are a lot of propositions. When you are in difficulty, there are a lot of propositions. You are in financial distress or predicament. You will find friends, colleagues, relatives that will come to you and say, let's try, let's try. They will not say, they will tell you that, keep your Christianity, but let's try. These are propositions. But we stand in faith and in our adventure and say, no, we don't compromise. Just imagine, after not compromising, you are arrested for failing to pay a thousand. And the pastor is coming to visit you and see you through the fence that defies spiritual intelligence. How we together? that? becomes sorrow, it can defy spiritual intelligence. Your situations can defy spiritual So it takes the Holy Spirit to help us. It takes skill. Skill. To sing in the nighttime of your life. But it takes strength for you to sing in the morning. If you can sing in your nighttime, when you are in sorrow, it takes skill. You cannot sing with strength there's a lot of things are difficult in my life. Where in songs that I used to sing, I can't sing them no more. When you see me singing, I will skill. Only in the morning, that's when you can sing with strength. When things are happening in your life, when the children are passing a skill, when you are promoted, you sing with strength. Come on, someone shout amen. If I see you singing when things are tight in life, I know that you are skillful. When I can see you singing when you don't have a job and you are begging for food, but you can still sing and say, God, you're good. That takes skill, not strength. But sorrow and tribulation takes out your strength. But if you can come and preach offering, you can visit others that are in distress, worry and distress yourself, it takes skill. If you ever church sick, and somebody is in a typical, is a California, you go there walking, uh, feeling the time of sickness, then you say it shall be well with you. That does not take strength, it takes skill. Spiritual skill and spiritual intelligence. You can visit somebody who is failing to put bread on the table, then you go and visit them with bread. One you yourself, you don't have bread at all. It takes skill, not strength. Come on, yeah. somebody shout amen. Yeah. I say, shout amen. Yeah. amen. Yeah. That's why job, he becomes our lesson. Of a man who lost things in a second, he lost things, family in a second, in sorrow. But when God came back, he came back on the premise of his strength. He could see in his night. Why? Because of the skill. One day he said, "He though he may slay me." But one thing that I know, my Redeemer lives. That does not take strength; it takes skill. I you lost family, you lost property, you lost money, you lost dignity, you, you lost friends. But you can help how to just yes. and say, one thing that I know my team I live is. That does not take strength, it takes skill, spiritual skill. Are we together? Yes. Lost everything together. You go back home, you are told that your house is burnt in ashes. While you are there, you take your phone and call me and you say, Prophet my redeemer lives and i said what happened he said right now i can't even enter in my house it's on ashes my redeemer lives that does not take strength it takes spiritual skill. i profess son, the holy ghost let me give you skill i said i promise Son, the holy ghost give you skill women women in the bible the bible when speaking of faith in closing can you stand your feet if you want to see the formula of progress and faith in life. Women who received their debt to life, and those who died without receiving their promise, God gathered them all together and called it faith. When he's writing on the patriarchs and matrix of faith, the Bible says there are women in the Bible who received their debt, and their children from the dead. Then he said, there are those who die without receiving anything. He said, oh, they are in faith. So when you are facing tribulations, persecutions, and someone who is joyful and jubilant, God can punch you together and say, you with faith. I prophesy that let of faith will be sharpened. I pray and I declare that I am not going to die in that tribulation, in that sickness, in that sorrow. I decree and I declare that sorrow is not your portion. You are called to jubilance. You are called for joy, peace, and happiness. I prophesy that whatever was causing you to be sorrowful. Let it come to an end right now. Yeah. If it was finances, family, societal problems, political, I yeah. prophesy let it come to an end. Yeah. If it was a mental issue, let it come to an end right now. Yeah. I pray and I declare that attacks won't come to you. Yeah. Attacks will never rise up the second time in life. In the devil, Yes, I risen against you. The second time is not going to rise up against you. Do I have weaknesses in this place? I prophesy that your expectations are not going to be disappointed. We have an expectation of our children in school that when they go to school, they must excel, they must pass. I prophesy that your expectation will not going to be disappointed. Teachers are not going to call you that your child is down. Your child is not performing well. I prophesy your expectation is going to be fulfilled. I put my expectation that my children must excel above what I did. My expectation will not be disappointed. My prayer is that my children should become medical doctors and lawyers. I prophesy those expectations will be disappointed. And it starts today, not tomorrow. Let the your, your, your teacher that I teach your children call you. As they are appreciating the good work of your children. I deeply declare right now to those that have children all around, I prophesy that what you are envisioning, let it come to pass. Expectation at workplace, let it come to pass. Things that you are expecting in your community, let it come to pass. In your family, your expectation has come to pass. You expect it to be respected because you are the elderly sister. Brother, but seems that like you are being disrespected, I promise, such little expectation be fulfilled right now. I am talking to somebody in this place. I decree and I declare that tribulations, they are not abortions. You are not going to suffer limitations, you are not going to struggle, child of God. God is on your side. The one who is on your side is greater than the attacks, the persecutions, and tribulations. The one who has caught you, has caught you into joy, peace, and glory. Come on, somebody. I pray and I declare your faith is not going to be too deteriorate. but your faith is advancing and your courage. No situation is going to make you go down. No situation is going to subject and suppress you. No situation is going to demoralize you. No situation is going to demean you. I prophesy that you are advancing and progressing. Every demonic and negative situation in your life is not going to destroy or obliterate you, but it's going to make you stronger. Come on, somebody. I know that you're coming from a place of sorrow, rejection, and dejection, but it's not going to come out. You're out from Come on, somebody. The Egyptians, when they never come out in rights from Egypt, they came out strong, yes. The situation could not paralyze them. The situation could not destroy them and kill them. They came out strong. Come on, somebody. I know that financially you are at a breaking point, but you are not going to break. There's going to be a makeup in your life. I know that in terms of psychological and mentally, you don't know what to do. The next step to Can I prophesy to somebody? I decree that I declare under the auspices and the anointing that functioned I and upon His Eminence Archbishop, I list an anointing of my life, an anointing of power and influence of my life. I decree and I declare a person of affluence. Constructive advancement. No more attacks. Constructive advancement. No more disappointments. Constructive advancement. tree of life is for Constructive advancement. I come against any form sort of negativity that has been brought against life. your are advancing. Any arrow that has been projected against life. I break it i scatter your advancing. Come on, Any plan of the enemy against i e